You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. Do you want me to tell the story? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so to start this episode, Tyson is going to share a story of what it is to not manage your money properly. <laughs> and oh <boy>. it's just <laughs> self-control operating. Because that's a good quality of a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was, um, it was about, you know, midnight and I'm just laying in bed and I'm just surfing the web. And when you're surfing the web, you just, you know, you'll find just the weirdest things. And I'm ended up on KSL, which is like a Craigslist here in Utah. <laughs> and I'm looking at cats. Don't ask me how I got there, but somehow I'm just looking at like cats. Do you like cats? Or? I don't really love cats. Okay. I just, you know, I was just looking at cats. And then I just found these super cute cats. you looking at cougars? <laughs> or <No>. pussies? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't looking at cougars or pussies. I was looking at cats. <laughs> Uh, I'm not looking at cougars or pussies anymore. <laughs> when was this? Like a year ago? Two years this ago? was about um, six months ago. Oh, wow. Six months yeah. ago. And I found these these kittens that were just adorable. But they were 800 bucks. And I'm like, that's okay. And I see that they're for sale in Utah. And it was about 20 miles away from my home. And I just got on this like high. I'm like, I love these cats. I was like, I'm going to go check them out. And it's about midnight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go check them out in the morning. And it was set in my mind. I'm just going to go look at them. So I go to bed. First thing in the morning, I just drive down to this lady's house who's breeding these these Persian cats. And these cats are like, they have the smushed in face. They are like really fluffy. We'll post a picture of it. Big eyes. Just (laughs) adorable. And, And when I pull up to her house, I'm like, I'm saying a prayer. Lord. Just help me to operate with self-control. I'm, I'm not going to buy a cat. I'm just, I'm just going to look. <laughs> I'm like, amen. Too late already. You're, right you're when I walk there. in the door, I see the cats and I'm like, how much? I'm oh. buying this thing. And I, I buy the cat for 800 bucks. I venmo the lady right oh there. Gosh. Oh my gosh. $800. $800. So my bank account got cut in half. And <laughs> next thing I know, I'm driving back home holding this little kit. <laughs> and it's just meowing. <laughs> 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 And I'm sitting there, I'm like, how did this happen? It all happened so quickly. And I ended up with this cat, which honestly, I love. I love mm-hmm. the kid. Male or female? It's a male, it's a I, male. Think. I, <laughs> think. I think. Leonidas, but. A Leonidas. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen it. But we'll, I'm we'll telling post you, a picture. Oh, dude, it was so crazy. It was like, I lost all self control once I saw the cat. I was just like, take my money. How much do you want? <laughs> well, the, the, the funny visual is Tyson is this like, like stocky, tan, like manly looking guy and just this visual of him driving back like, what did <laughs> I just little... do with this little cat? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> and it was just looking up at me the whole time, just meowing <laughs> while I was driving. Once you see the, the pet, you, you just keep it. Yeah. That's, you don't go to right. see it. You yeah. don't go see it. Yeah, you don't do that. Okay, yeah. so in this episode, uh, we're going to continue our conversation of what it is to be a man. Uh, I think we're going to try and end on this episode and talk about something else in the fifth episode, but it's such a big topic 
and it sets the groundwork for so much we'll be discussing in this podcast as we share our scars and our bruises. So we, uh, um, yeah, we just feel like it's really important to basically come against what culture continues to say about us and just some of the important things. Um, so in the last episode, if you didn't check it out, episode three, we really got into um, some qualities, understanding kind of what truth and a little bit of understanding what we are. It's just, it's a really good episode. So make sure you go back and listen to episode three. This is episode four of our unnamed podcast, which we will have one of soon. So, all right, Ben, why don't you start us off with that thing you were mentioning? Um, I think letters to your son or... Yeah, I, I came across this on on Facebook the other day. You don't have a son. I nope. don't have a son. Um, but I wish that this was stuff that was taught to me when I was growing up. That's right? good. Which, yeah. is, which is pretty cool. Uh, never shake a man's hand sitting down. Mm. Yeah, that, was, that was interesting. Uh, don't enter a pool by the stairs. Wow. Dive in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a man at the barbecue grill is the closest thing to a king. It's true. In negotiation, never make the first offer. Request the late checkout. I'm gonna be honest. A lot of this is going right over my head. Really? No, it's good. It's some no, deep stuff is, there. This is good stuff. Yeah. When entrusted with a secret, <laughs> what do you get that man? Keep it. <laughs> Why can't I shake someone's hand sitting down? Because it's, 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 it's really disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, so respectful. yeah, as a man, like you, you want to stand up and shake a hand. Yeah, you want to show respect to somebody else. You don't want to sit down and shake yeah. a hand. Yeah. So it's like. If we're both sitting down, is it okay to shake? Or do we both have to stand up? It's best you both stand up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just a sign of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And do you own a grill yet? I have an oven. Okay. Get a grill. You'll understand the other one. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Uh, when entrusted with a secret, keep it. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now, that that's, that's a big pretty one. deep. Yeah. Um. Return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Mm. I still do this. Yep. This is a good one to do. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So you've been putting that list together? No, this is a list I just found. Okay. Um, play with passion or don't play at all. Mm. Yep. This yes. kind of goes great. along with the lead follower. Get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, when shaking hands, grip firmly and look them in the eye. Yep. Yep. Uh, don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. Woo. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, if you need music on the beach, you're missing the point. It's good. No, well, so yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I hated that when people do that. I'm like, it's the freaking beach, man. Carry two handkerchiefs. One in your back pocket. The one in the back pocket is for you. The one in the breast pocket is for her kind of an old school kind of thing yeah it is <laughs> I don't get that so when you wear a a, a suit or, or jacket or a vest like you have a pocket in the front you're supposed to keep a handkerchief in the front and one in the in your back pocket that's what it was actually for <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what the handkerchief's for yeah yeah, yeah. No it's for way. someone who needs it yeah I thought it was just style no it actually yeah. had, it a, purpose. Style it had a purpose yeah. yeah but like if you're a classic gentleman then it's got purpose yep you marry the girl you marry her family so true. So true. Yeah, yeah. Be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface and paddle like hell underneath. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. 
Oh, so true. Oh, <laughs> so dude. true. That's good. Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, experience the serenity of traveling alone. This is so true. Yep. Yeah. You learn a lot when you travel Every alone. Every so often I tell Amy, I'm like, I'm just going to go take a drive and just, just go out into the mountains, just drive. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. music, mm-hmm. just the sound of the tires on the road. Right. I like going to movies alone too. Yeah. Occasionally. Not all the time, but like there's just something about. Not a bad thing. It's oh, good. Being no. alone, yeah. observing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, your phone. we actually need some time. It's good when you take some time alone. Yeah. Like, Especially nowadays. Good Lord. N- yeah. Not in the toilet. Okay. Yeah. Not, not in the, the toilet. toilet. I'm not alone in the toilet. toilet. My phone. That is now the only time I get alone. Yes. Yes. I've heard <laughs> I've hear many men saying, yeah, I have this idea. How? I was in the toilet when it came up <laughs> to me. I was like, to oh. <laughs> like, wait till you have kids. Well, that That's the only be, time we're going to have. <laughs> that used to be before. Now it's like, I read this on Facebook or yeah. social media. So. Yeah. Uh, never be afraid to ask out the best looking girl in the room. Hey man, Rich actually said a story about this. I mean, that's how he met Ruth. Like, oh really? He would, yeah, he yeah. would just talk to. Uh, well, no, he's when he was hanging out with his friends and stuff. He would always go approach the, the hottest girl in the club. Of course, club. he did because he's Irish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Uh, never turn down a breath mint. Good. Mm. Someone's offering it to you. You probably need it. There's a reason. Yep. A sport coat is worth a thousand words. Mm, it's very true. Yeah. Yep. Try writing your own eulogy. Never stop revising. Wow. It's a deep one. Thank a veteran, then make it up to him. Mm. Wow. Eat lunch with a new kid. With the new kid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 We've with all the been new there. kid? We've yeah. all been there. With the new kid. Yeah. That doesn't stop when you get become an adult either. No. Yeah. So what, no. what did that mean? It's like when you're a new kid in school. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 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 Eat, yeah. Eat, a, eat a meal with him. Yeah. Yep. Great. Make Humble. him feel welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. After writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. Oh, wow. Ain't that true? <laughs> Same can be said for text message or social media posts. There you go. Yep. Well, I struggle with that. Yeah. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I post every shit I, I know, find. I was going to say. It's like, oh, this is going to be good. Let's watch the shitstorm happen. Uh, ask your mom to play. She won't let you in. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, manners make it the man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give credit, take the blame. I actually, yeah, my, uh, my boss taught me that. My previous boss. Uh, when I got into leadership, he was like, if something is going well on the team, if your team is successful, it's because of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If something yeah. is going good. sideways, yeah. if the team is failing, it's because of you. Wow. It's true. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's just, a, that's an amazing yeah. leadership principle. Yep. Yep. It's so true. Uh, stand up to bullies, protect those who are bullied. Mm-hmm. Write down your dreams. That's something that, I'm just now learning yep. through Vaseo. <laughs> yeah, writing down your dreams moves you. And writing down your dreams for like other people, that's that's one of the biggest things that's motivated me to step out and do things that I normally wouldn't do. That's good. Be mm-hmm. bold. Yeah. Right. You know, hearing my wife's dreams and like what she wants to do and you know, travel and all this stuff. I gotta do something. 
to make those dreams happen. There's yeah. something about committing something to paper. Yeah. Like when you write it down, like you are more prone to go out and get it. Yeah. 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 Take time to snuggle your pets. Tyson. There it is. <laughs> they love you so you much. You gotta tell me that. <laughs> and they're always happy to see you. Yeah. That, that is so pet. true. Yeah. Like, yeah, my pets are like that. Uh, be confident and humble at the same time. Mm. That's a that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Maybe for you. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you're if you're ever in doubt, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. Mm. That's a Jesus yeah. one right there. Yep. In all things, lead by example, not explanation. That, that's a big one, especially when you're married. Mm-hmm. Did you Shut say that mouth. again? In all things, lead by example, not explanation. Yeah, like, Talk is cheap, sucker. <laughs> yep. Uh, vulnerability is okay. And isn't anything to be ashamed about. These are things to teach your son. Uh, it is not weak to speak. Oh. That's that's all of it. I yeah, I just found that the other day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Can you post those in there? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's something to be said about having a code, so to speak. Having a, a mission statement. Abe, you were kind of talking about this. I think as men, you, one of the qualities I think that really helps define a man is having vision. Definitely. You don't have vision for your life. This is one thing I think all of us has really learned over the past few years, especially with our church. Um, So our church went through a transition where we joined with another church. And that was the big thing. It's like, without vision, you perish. And I remember that first year, um, I went through such a an eye-opening thing because we're talking about dreams and qualities to teach people. And I know personally, um, just through my uh, journey of going to school, getting into a massive amount of student loan debt, so forth, dating girls, um, having their families and the girls tell me that they can't date me or marry me because I have too much student loan debt um, through, and then just through other things I've been through, I stopped dreaming. I stopped having a vision for my life. And through that, you start to just wander right? You're aimless. And um, Ben, I, I don't remember exactly what you said in the bef- uh, the other one, but it's just like, um, you know, f- putting stuff to paper is, and dreaming equates to having a vision for your life, having a mission statement for your life. And I think that that, it, some of it may seem silly, but if you look at the profound statements of what that person is saying, it's true. And if we don't teach other men or sons or whatever, you're mentoring somebody how to have a vision for their life about the things or code of contact or whatever, we end up where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yes. So you lose that if if you, you don't have direction. Yeah. And you just go wherever the, the wind takes you. Yep. There's no purpose, you know? No. You lose purpose. That's it. Yeah. You can become whatever you want and then you're going to be, you're going to be feeling good or you're going to, and then suddenly you're going to start to believe that where you are is the right place to be, you know, because there was not direction. Everywhere and anything that you do, you need to have a a, a vision and you need to have a a mission. Anything, Mm -hmm. everything that you do, you need to have that. You know, if you want to go on vacation or if you want to go camping, if you want to spend one time with your, with your son or with your family, if you don't have a vision, 
of what are you expecting and you don't have a mission, which is the purpose, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, Yeah, you know? If you look at so many things now, I think that's one of the other main things that's happening to just people, but especially men specifically, is they don't have purpose, right? I think that's one of the qualities of a man or a quality you should develop as a man is developing purpose slash vision slash mission, whatever you want mm. to call it. Without that, you will wander aimlessly and, you know, the world, somebody else, something will try and give you purpose. You know, like you, um, you hear that the trope today is that there's so many men, for example, they're living in their parents' basement, doing nothing, playing video games, whatever, mm -hmm. is because they don't have a purpose. So they're finding a purpose in this electronic thing. I know that was a big thing for me, um, not having purpose, not having a vision or dream for my life. Um, Do you play video games? Still. Still playing video games? Yeah. I, it's, How is it? I mean, I mean, I, I've I never used to gotten play. into it. Yeah. I used to play it's a big it. thing for me. I have to really watch myself because it it stirs up so many things in me. Like, um, it's a world I completely understand. It's easy to grasp, whereas r real life is not. You have to deal with relationships. You have to deal with kids. You have to deal with work. You have to deal with responsibilities. You have to get your ass out of bed. You have to make sure you're eating right. You have to do all these things as where, whether you know it's on your phone, your computer, whatever, you have this small little world that you understand and, you, yeah. and that you can control. Mm. It's a control aspect. Yeah. But the other aspect of it is I really enjoy it because it, it also helps me unwind. There's a lot of games that like are strategic and it's like mm. doing a Sudoku for me. Okay, yeah. I, I get some of that. But it can very easily tilt to a wrong direction if I'm not careful. I mean, it's the same thing of like alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Or any other thing. Um, yes, yes. With definitely. not everything in moderation. That statement yeah. is so true about ev well, besides sex with your wife, every single thing <laughs> in <laughs> moderation. <laughs> so don't moderate that. <laughs> yeah, don't moderate that. Just do it all the time. <laughs> sex in excess. <laughs> sex. In, ooh, sex in excess. Come on. Now I was asking Success. you because I used to play when I was like. I think 15, 16 years old. And then once I started my my, my career, you know, or start uh, going to college, I quit. And then right now trying to play with the new controllers is hard for me. Sure. Like, uh, and then I just feel like I'm, I have to put a lot of time that, I'm, that it's not going to take me anywhere. Well, games are so vastly different now, yeah. you know, because I don't want to spend too much time on this, but, it, but I think it's also an important thing for men, young yeah. men, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, they have to remember that like games are, especially nowadays, are built to hold your attention for long periods of time to get you to invest mass amounts of time because you have to in order to be good at them, a lot of mm -hmm. them. Um, and they're built to be addictive. They are. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you, for example, World of Warcraft, massive MMO. I mean, it's still out. It's still massive today. Like I played it a lot on and off through the years and you have to invest a large amount of time to mm -hmm. get anywhere in it. Yeah. And so, but it gives you that small sense of accomplishment and where you're getting it from electronic thing versus something out in necessarily the real world. And there's a lot of stigma around it. I think that ultimately, if that's what you want to do with your life, knock yourself out, right? That's, yeah. that's your thing. But within that, what is your purpose, yeah. right? It can't mm -hmm. just simply be the game because the game is not a big enough purpose. Mm -hmm. You're selling yourself short. Yeah. Like, are you building a community? Are you, you know, taking your community out? And there's a, I mean, there's a lot there, but I think that that is um, the purposeless vision is, you know, you can literally, and I think that the reason why that's so under attack, you look at it like, oh, the world's going to end in 12 years because of global warming. This, all these things. And you have kids that are suicidal, depressed, 
and so forth, because what is the, what is the purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you take Jesus out of everything, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Everybody can break your self-esteem like that, yes. you know, because you're trying to find your worth and other things. And I'm rambling Identity. a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. All right, keep so, going. Sorry. So I, I was just lot. asking, you know, because, and, and the reason why, because I don't want to criticize that. I, I don't want you to think that I like no. video games. And actually, I, I've seen my daughters playing a video game where, where they need to hire people. It's okay to call them a juvenile. A juvenile? <laughs> 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 they need to hire people. I love yeah. it. Well, there's, and there's okay. a lot of, I mean, games now. There like, are games it's, like, it's they're not really just good. one thing anymore. There's, it's infinite. It really is. I know, mm-hmm. I know. But, yeah. um, but I, I was just, was one, I was wondering, like, can you develop strengths, your strengths? Because we're all different, right? We're all different, but we have strengths. Like, and, and that's something that I learned in, in the training that I'm taking right now. But um, can we develop our strengths with games? You know, like you were saying, you want that sense of achievement and then yeah. you go out to the real life and you, you're looking for that feeling like, I want to win. Yeah. You know, I want to well, win. There's, there's, a, there's a correlation between actually super competitive video games and actual sports because super competitive video games there's actually a, a chemical that gets reacted into your brain. It's almost like an extreme sport mm-hmm. yep. because, I mean, it's not obviously physically there to a certain degree, but there's a lot of mental, it's like golf, right? Golf yeah. is not say the most physical thing, but it's vastly mental. Um, I think that there can be, but it's just like anything else, right? What yeah. is what is going to be your idol? Like, is your idol going to be sports or you're going to say something? Sorry. Well, well, poker is considered a sport too. Yeah. Because it takes mm-hmm. skill. Yeah. And there's no physical aspect to poker. Mm. Yeah. Um, just like video games, there's no physical aspect, but competitive video games takes a lot of skill. There's a massive mm-hmm. amount of teamwork than yeah. right. coordination. There's a lot of things you can learn. I think it just depends so I've what you're doing. And the company, sorry, Tyson. But yes. just to go off what you were saying is how does like winning in a video game correlate to, to life? It I find it so funny how a lot of people who play video games, they at all costs want to win in the mm. video game, be the mm-hmm. best in the video game. But then they don't do that in life. You mm, know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. How yeah. can you want to win so bad in something that's... Seems trivial. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's not going really anywhere. But your life is. Yeah. How come you don't want to put in that same effort for your life when that's reality, you know? Yeah. So is that... We're we going back cool. to the game because we they there is no purpose or there is no vision? No, I mean, let's circle back around. Like, what are we... We're kind of getting off on a small tangent. But <laughs> yeah, we are. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> just, I mean, going back to what Ben was saying, I think that it's a it's a learning of what is the vision for your life? Because I think that we, we landed on that, right? Because a yeah. lot of this stuff that Ben was just reading, a lot of that shapes and it's there. It's a vision for your life. It's a motto. It's a, it's a mantra, if you will. Um and it's and it's a way how to respond and act with people. Like for example, never shake a man's hand or woman's hand sitting down. Cuz it's a respect thing. Because one of the big things that I'm I've learned is everything is connected. That's what mm-hmm. I love about this this list that Ben read is all of this is connected to real life and the mm-hmm. things that you'll face in your life. And I think with the thing with the video games or sports if your vision stops at simply just doing it for leisure, then your vision is too small. If you want mm. your life to be sports, video games, how do you turn it into something? Because there are people that make a crap lot of money playing video games. Yeah. You know, and especially nowadays, you can stream, you can do YouTube, whatever. But 
if you're going to do it, what's the ultimate vision for your life, right? Because the problem, the problem with things like video games, pornography, whatever, they can stunt your vision if it's not developed in the right way. They'll take your time and deviate uh, your attention and your focus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That was a big, that was a big uh, rabbit trail. But so uh, in a lot of this thing you read here, Ben, is a matter of integrity. It's a matter of um, respect. You know, like uh, never be, you know, confidence, never be afraid to ask the best looking girl in the room. Mm -hmm. Never uh, a sports coat is worth a thousand words. Uh, Abe, you wear a sports coat a lot. You're always looking sharp. Um, you know, and it's just, yeah. it's, I mean, they seem kind of silly, but there's so many things in here that build qualities of a yeah. man. Yep. If you can just pick a few of those things to master, I think, and like over time, if you can yeah. master all of that, I, I yeah. think it's, it's awesome. Well, it's even like the people, uh, Jordan Peterson, for example, is a guy that has risen to infamy in the last couple of years because, um, and this is, again, this is, Everything that we're talking about is cultural because Jordan Peterson, for example, everybody says that he's only followed by white men, Nazis. It's not true. A lot mm -hmm. of his audiences are men because he's speaking to aspects of what it is to be mm -hmm. a man because all of these men or boys, whatever you want to call them, don't have mentors. And there's, but there's a, mm -hmm. but the funny thing is because we are human, there's a lot of aspects that roll over into being a woman or just being a good human in general or being a, you know, a, a complete human. So, um, how, so let's, so we talked a lot about this. We talked a lot about some of these qualities a little bit. What, each one of us, I want to each, think about this for a second. What do we feel is the biggest hurdle in culture that we need to get over or to combat in order to have some of these qualities in the next generation of men? So what, what is happening in culture? What do we need to combat against? Um, just in your own personal thought, uh, what is something that you think that the world continues to tell us or whatever that is really super damaging? That's a big question. I know. I'll cut out the silence. Stop letting your past dictate your future. I mean, mm. like get over the past. Like it, it's good. You, you've made mistakes. We all do. Just get over it. I mean, this whole thing about... Oh, cancel culture? Cancel, well, cancel culture, reparations, all of this shit is just... It's it's stupid. Yeah. It's in the past. Get over it. Move on. Like, let's not let that stuff limit who we are and just, just go forward. Like, become better people. <laughs> How do you think that's affecting the next generation of men? Because we're still stuck in the past. Like... Mm. What are we teaching our kids when we when we keep saying that, right? Is our great grandparents did something stupid, and yeah. so because of that, now you because you're white, you're you're a terrible person, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, just, just move on. Like it was, it was in the past. Yeah, let's let's put that behind us and move forward. Uh, and that's true for even outside of political. Sure. outside of the political realm, right? Just because you grew up in a trailer mm. and didn't have, you know, parents that that raised you. And I mean, I read this list. I was like, I wish someone had told me this oh, when I was young. Totally. Right? Yes. Totally. I would have been a far more confident person than I am today. And I mean, I am pretty confident now, but it 
took time to develop that. Yeah, yeah. But just because you had that upbringing, just because you didn't, you didn't get that knowledge or no one taught you that in the past, doesn't mean you can't learn it now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, don't let what happened in your past hold you back. Uh, continue to move forward, learn new things, become a better version of who you are. Always continue to improve who you are. Never leave anything the way you found it. Always make it better. So good. Right? That's great. Yeah. yeah. That so, is totally yeah. great. Yeah. So we're supposed to learn from the past, not repeat the past. Right. And now we're just repeating the past because right. we won't let the past go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and I good. think that's even just our political climate right now, right? We could we could use that and move forward. But also in our individual lives, right? Like a lot of what we deal with now with, with BLM and with just all of the stuff that's going on is well, we keep saying there's systemic racism and there's systemic this and that. Uh, but, and it's true. A lot, mm. of, a lot of young kids are growing up in families that are, you know, single parent homes, no dad. Mm. Uh, and so it's true. All of this stuff is, 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 is true. It does affect who you are. But how can we overcome that? How can we get past that? Because clearly people have. Right. You know, of every ilk, every background, every color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So what do we say? It was like uh, one on each four kids oh. in, the, in the... Yeah, something like that. Yeah. No, it's, is that USA? No or uh, yeah. Without I, that? It's probably yeah, at least US, USA. Yeah. US. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one out of every four yeah. kids grows up in a fatherless home. Yeah. For, for me, it will be like, let's focus on build again families. I mm, think that's yeah, where, we, yeah. where we're losing the big one. I mean, we need to, to, to be men's keeping our families together. Doesn't matter what's going on or, or if engaging with the family. We choose women to be uh, for the rest of our life. Work it out, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I will say. The big regarding all this, like because it's part of the of the plan, right? To be with someone, we we take great care for doing that when we talk about conservation, right? Like when you watch shows on on like National Geographic or or Nature or whatever, right? Like when we talk about conservation, when we talk about bringing back the the wolves and and sure. and and conserve conservation of you know muskox and all kinds of stuff, sure. right? Like we always talk about bringing the pack together and bringing, yes. we take so much care to do that for animals. And yet we don't spend enough time doing that for, for ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, and we eagerly support all of those causes of, of conserving, you know, wildlife, but conserve humanity, right? Humanity was made to be a family, as he was saying, like, yeah. As in just community. as animals, just as the yep. wolves, just as animals have packs and families. And if you split them up, then you destroy the entire family, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So yes. if we can take so much care for conservation, why why are we not doing that for ourselves? Dang. Yeah. That's a great point. That's why I love sports. Like the Olympics. Our country, United States, are united mm -hmm. when the Olympics are going yeah. on. Yep. Yeah. There's no division. Yeah. We're yeah. all on one team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love the Olympics. That's mm -hmm. a great point. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says that a kingdom divided will fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And with our 
the way our country's going, we just see so much division. And, you know, the Olympics are coming up, right? Are yeah. Going up soon? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. I'm excited for that because I think we're all going to be united, cheering for our team, and we all have the same vision, the same goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I think it's 2022. That's, no, that's great. Right? Is the next one? The summer ones? Because I, I think, think 2020 so, yeah. was winter. Mm-hmm. Or, or 2018. 2018 was winter. I think they put it off because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Anyways, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, for me is, it kind of goes on the theme, uh, is uh, getting over it. Like, and understanding that life is not fair. There's this mm. whole, I don't know what it is, but it's like this whole thought that life needs to be fair and that everybody needs to have an equal outcome. I'm like, that will never happen without an immense amount of force, without an immense amount of control over people. And that's not going to end well. Like just the idea, because they have tried to do that several times throughout history. And I'm not necessarily talking about socialism or communism, just in general, when there's always an immense amount of force that Mm -hmm. is exerted over people that never ends well. And this whole idea that we can get everybody to have the same outcome makes no sense. Because in, in that sense, you would you would assume that nobody has free will to make their own choices, right? I have seen several people where they have amazing upbringings, whatever, and they run off and they do a bunch of drugs and either they overdose or they mm-hmm. completely jack up their life or maybe they eventually get it back on track. But um, I've seen that in my own family. I've seen other people. It's like everybody still has free will. Mm-hmm. And if that's always the case, you're never going to be able to take people's free will unless you do something weird, freaky stuff. But um, in that sense, we will never have the same outcome ever, ever, ever. Yep. It's not going to work. And this understanding that life has to be fair, I think is, I think is, is a huge poison that has continued to be woven throughout things. It's like life is not fair. I don't care who you are. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what sex you are. I don't care if you want to be a deer, even though you're a human, I don't give a crap who you are. <laughs> life is not fair. In this whole idea that everybody has to adapt their life to what I want or what I think fair should be is like, it all goes back to me. It goes back to this idea of selfishness. And John MacArthur said that selfishness is a sewer pipes, which all the f- sin flows from mm. because it brings up pride and just, and the list goes on and on. That's a huge, that's a topic in and of itself, but it all comes back down to me, me, mm-hmm. me, 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 or I didn't have the result I wanted. So therefore I'm going to hold down other people so they can't have, you know, it's like, instead of, I don't understand how we went from equity to equality because equality and equity are two different things. Equality is the idea that everybody has the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that is something that if, you know, I will teach my kids, other men, like, understanding that you're going to get beat up. You're going to be, you're going to be torn down, especially as a man. Now it's like, but you cannot let that define you going into the future, or you're going to be a cold, bitter person. Life it's, that's, that's just an old trope, but life is not fair and it never will be. I don't care who you are. Even if you control the environment, yeah. right? Like yep. what you said reminded me of the, the, the video my kids love to watch, uh, the marble uh, marble race. Have you ever seen that mm-hmm. one? So you, they designed this this course, and they they have a 
a bunch of marbles and they let them all loose at the same time and these marbles all roll down the, <laughs> okay. the hill. Is that like a little TV show? No, it's just a, a YouTube stupid video. YouTube video. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And and like these marbles are rolling down and, and you're like, oh man, the blue one's going to get there first. Oh no, the red took over. No, now the white. And it's like, it's a controlled course. It's like, they all go through the same damn they course. Have, they all have the same start. They all start at the same time. But that's good. only one gets there first. That's, that's right? true. That's true. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Even if you control the environment, decisions that people make, there's so many things that, that affect the outcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, it's never fair. It's not going to be fair. It shouldn't be fair. Yeah. Even in a controlled en- environment, it's not fair. Yeah. Well, and that's the, the crazy thing is uh, Shelby Steele, he is a uh, um, kind of a, I don't know if he's a historian, but he's a black historian. But it, this is in, in regards to race, but I think it's still true to everybody. It's like freedom is the great equalizer mm. because freedom doesn't care what color you are, who you are, where you come from, because it's all on you. Right. And you have to make right. the choices for your yeah. life. So. so life is decision. Absolutely. You take one decision, sometimes it fails. You need to take another one, another mm. decision based on what the outcome was. You got to learn, yeah. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just like that. And, and I, I met a, a, a guy in my company, the company that I worked before, and he was a rough guy to work with, but he was a really, really good mechanic, you know. And one time when I was talking to him, he gave me his, the, his background. He was coming from a dysfunctional family where, all of their, their brothers and and even his father was a drug addict, right? Mm. And then he he told me, I took a decision. Mm-hmm. I took a decision that I'm not going to follow the same pathway. And here I am working for a good company. I pay my own uh, uh, college and now I'm making my own money. I got my house, you know, things that my other family members, they can't. Yeah. You know, so... so Sometimes we we say, oh, I didn't have that opportunity. They didn't tell me. I, I was I wasn't teaching you know how to how to take decisions or what to do. Yeah. Well, it's not an excuse. Well, opportunity doesn't necessarily equal success. Yeah, because you have people that are super wealthy or whatever, and they have all these opportunities, mm-hmm. and they're a complete crapshoot. They're a shit show. Yeah, opportunity is just potential. Mm. That's all it is. Yeah, and dude, honestly, life is your your vision is very simple. Mm-hmm. As far as the mechanics to get there, you write out your vision, you you speak it, you dream it, and then you reverse engineer it. And it's mm. all decisions. Yep. And it's, if you make the decisions, yep. you're going to get there. It's decisions. God's going to back yeah. it up. If you yeah. don't, you're not going to get there. Yeah. yeah. It's very simple. It's a two-way, two-way yeah. road. Yeah. But where you are right now in your life is a sum of decisions that you've made. Yes. It doesn't matter what lot you were handed, <laughs> right? Like. Our mentor, uh, Daniel, said this, like, uh, he took his inheritance of, of like, what, 100000 or something like that, and... Him too? Him and Alex? <laughs> Pastor Alex oh, did that. Oh, was that, that Alex, was, right? That was Alex. Alex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just completely blew it off. And then, like, had to start from scratch. Yeah. Like, even if you... Just because you were born into wealth doesn't mean that... Doesn't that, mean squat. Yeah. Right. How many people do we like? Do we know that were born into wealth? Like how many lottery players? I mean, and they winners. Back in poverty. Yeah, they yep. can't. It's it's really the decisions that you make that lead to you know. Yeah. What you become. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you two, Abe uh, and Tyson, think about? What do you think is a, a massive plague on men from culture? 
which is affecting the next generation. Yes. Since we're talking about vision, your vision has to be bigger than just you. That's good. It has to be, it has to involve other people. And if you're married, it's your, Mm. it's your wife, if you're, Kids, you know, it's the, it's your family. It can't right. be just about you. Because if it's just about you, when you start to feel like things are getting tough, you're struggling, well, it's about you. So you're going to stop. You're going to make, mm-hmm. you're going to do what makes you feel better. But when it's about other people and you're feeling pain, well, they might not be feeling that pain and you're mm-hmm. fighting for them. Mm-hmm. So you're going to keep going. You're bringing up the right. next generation. So your vision has to be bigger than just yourself if that makes sense Mm -hmm. how do you think we solve that good question (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I didn't know if you i'm just throwing it out there i can throw out the christian answer you know i i think you know when christ is working at Mm -hmm. is that work in your life you become selfless you start thinking about others rather than yourself you love others as you love yourself right yeah yeah and that's when your vision expands and it's more than i want this i want it's like i want a better life for this person i want a better life for people that aren't even born yet Mm -hmm. our country that you know is developing and you know the new citizens that are going to be born into this country i want them to have a good life great opportunity freedom Mm. well jesus is really a perfect example of that because he had his vision but he also had vision for what the world could be for people's life and so forth, because he had God obviously placed his vision on Jesus and his will, um, you know, to do whatever it was, obviously to be crucified and raised again, but it's yeah, very, very same thing. You know, he had, his vision wasn't simply just about what he needed to do because he took time to talk to people, to have a relationship, to love on the kids, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So, yeah. Cause if your vision is about yourself, how is the next generation going to get poured into? Cause you're not even worried about them. Yeah, you're worried right. about yourself and your future. Right. You're looking yeah. forward. Yeah. Not for the next yeah. up and coming generation. Yeah. That's that's really good in our current political climate as well, is because we we're our our focus is so narrow. We're only focused on the now mm. that we don't really consider generations or the future. Yeah. Right. Like the decisions that we're making are for now. Like yeah. all of the the stimulus and everything that that's oh, that's going on, right? It's, it's crazy. It's it's very short sighted. Like we're we're not looking into the future. Yeah, the debt that that the future generations are going to take on because of this, well, especially right? our country. Right. Oh my gosh, it's it's only going to be a matter of time before we implode. Mm-hmm. Before all these other massive countries buy up our debt, and that, that's a whole. I don't want to get into that, but right. But no, you're right. It's like it's short sightedness. I definitely think, you know, I, I was just uh, thinking about what, what what you guys were talking and, and I like to to get the important words that you were saying. I was just like, I feel challenged right now. You know, you mentioned freedom and that word is being, right now is being everywhere, right? Yeah. We mm-hmm. have the freedom and then we, we put it together with, I have the right, you know, yes. Yes, to yes, determine yes. what to do in, in my life. But and and you were asking what what can we do right is that mm-hmm. what you're asking mm-hmm. what can we do right now sure. and and i think we need to recover we need to recover that's that uh our our concept of freedom doesn't mean that i do whatever i want to do i was like and drop all the moral values and the ethic values that we have 
we need to recover our values. The values that, that brought this nation before mm-hmm. and make them great, right? We need to recover those instead of like just saying like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open a new way of freedom, you know? Um, so we need to start to move this because next generations are not going to mm-hmm. not going to get any impact from those good values and morals it takes years to 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 shift a big boat yeah you know so um where we are right now maybe we're comfortable but if we are seeing that we're going to uh, towards a bad end we need to correct so i would say let's recover with that freedom that we have we need to fight we need to um we need to bring and and lead as an example you know, these rules that you were just saying, I think that's why it caught, it caught our, our, our attention here because we identify with those rules. Mm-hmm. Those, and actually those are values that we have, people has lost right now, you know? Um, if if you ask someone, hey, you need to stand up when you're shaking the hand of someone, you'll be, you'll be like, I don't care. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. That's my freedom. You know, I have the right to do that because it's my body. You know, and then we start, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm just thinking like, how, how do we turn this around? You know, it's going to be hard, but it, as you said, uh, John, it's, it's in me. Maybe I won't be able to change the whole world, but I'm going to try to change my world, the one that surrounds me. So I'm going to do with my kids, with my neighbors, right. with, on my church, on, on my company, you know, and, and that's the best way if we want to switch this off. And that's, Good. it's crazy is... Um, that's actually the idea of the United States because the way that it would, the government was set up is the big government was not supposed, the federal government was not supposed to control everything. Right. It was the small local, local government. governments, yep. like you're kind of saying that, were supposed to affect the biggest change. And they actually do affect the biggest change over you, you just don't realize it. Right. So it's like, the, what are you doing in your community right? Mm-hmm. what you're saying, Abe? It's like in our families, in our communities, in, in our churches or whatever that affects this change because it, it, because we forget, and it's that selfishness piece that comes coming back to me. We forget the sacrifices that were made so that we could end up now. Like whether it's even just the United States, in uh, any country around the world, there is always an immense amount of sacrifice that was made. I mean, the Reformation, Martin Luther mm-hmm. uh, in Europe, um, coming away from this idea that only the holy people knew understood the Bible. It's like over and over and over again, there was these massive sacrifices that were made by people that we are where we are, mm-hmm. where you now have, and this is what's crazy to me, you have the freedom, Abe, I love what you said, that with freedom also comes responsibility, also comes right. a foundation of having morals. But we have the freedom now to literally do whatever you want. You can change your gender. You can identify, I said this earlier, as a deer. I saw this one time. (laughs) You can um, sit in your basement and play video games. You can try and earn a million dollars. Whatever the situation is, those are some negative things. Or you can have a family. You can try and get a job. You can buy, you can literally do whatever you want. And that is why I think that Shelby Steele quote is so impactful. Freedom is the great equalizer. Yep. And with that, you have the choice to choose the kind of man that you want to be. Integrity, respect, vision, responsibility. These are some of the things that we believe that are amazing qualities of men. These are the qualities that through our scars and bruises, we have tried to develop 
and, and, and the journey that we are on to develop. That's been episode four, guys. Yeah. Just like that. Episode That's four. Yep. Okay, it was great. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> wow. From Abe, Ben, Tyson, and John, we thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for episode five. It's going to be off the charts. We're going to start getting some guests in here to talk about their journey. Um, ben was just telling us about a really awesome uh, guy that had some a really cool journey recently. And here's the thing. We know a plethora of amazing men mm -hmm. who we're going to get in here to talk with us and just share their life story. Because this is a podcast about ordinary men sharing their extraordinary journey through life. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Till next time.